0: You're listening to All to Playful, brought to you by Joe and Coral.
1: And welcome to the award-nominated podcast, All to Play for, brought to you by Joe and Coral with me, Steve Sidwell, and of course Joe Cole. Joining us today, our guest is a former England international who lit up the wings at every club he played for during an 18-year career. These days he's lighting up the screens with his excellent punditry. It's a pleasure to welcome to the show Matt Jarvis. Wow, Darth, how you. are you
0: mate? A great introduction. Thank it you very is, much. Well, not yeah. the
1: uh, the introduction about you obviously coming on the show, but award nominated Colby. Award no, the boys have got the tuxedos ready for tonight. They are. It's going to be a it's big going to one. Cause uh,
2: absolute should we let
1: the uh, should we let the viewers know what the um, category is yeah
2: go on let's have a look it, I've,
1: got it, have... I've got it here um, it's a big one it's for best sponsored and branded podcast yeah and we're up against it we're yeah. up against it we've got uh, engineering matters <laughs> uh, we've got olive magazine podcast we've got a brush with and um, yeah. we've got the, the, the favourite American metamorphosis they're the favourites, um, are they? So we're up against it, publicly. But I fancy us. And <laughs> hey, if not, I'm sure the crew will have a good night. Yeah. Who's
2: going to do the speech? Do we know? Oh,
1: let's hope. First of all, <laughs> let's hope. The <laughs> going up. Let's hope next week we say award-winning
2: oh, podcast. Imagine that. So, Straight on the Wikipedia so page.
1: Javo, how are you, mate? You're good. I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for getting me on. Let's go back to the beginning. Started at Millwall, is that right? That's and true, then yeah. uh, got released when you were 16 years old. Yeah, so, trying to get the youth team, yeah, youth so, team contract. Let's go right to that point. So when that happened and you get getting released, is it a case of, is it something else to look into or is it still a case of, right, we'll look to another club? Nah, to, to,
0: to to be honest, it was, a, it was a tough one for me to get, you know, to get told you're not good enough at 16 is always yeah. going to be hard. But for me, I remember straight after it, getting told you walked out and there was a Gillingham scout and he was like, you know, come straight and we've got a game tomorrow. Like, when you to come, and I was like, nah, like, I, I just couldn't get my head around it. Mm. And then, luckily mm. for me, like, he chased me for like a week, two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And like, eventually, because I was like, no, I'll just go and play with my mates, you know, I, yeah. I, I'll do that. And then I went back to Gillingham, uh, went on trial, played four or five games. I was useless. I, honestly, I was. I, my head, like, Confidence had gone, massive yeah. hit. You know, being a wide player, yeah. Yeah. You, know, you you thrive on just yeah. being confident and doing all that. I was useless, but they must have seen something, and then I got offered a youth team contract, and then that all changed for me. Then after that, yeah. just started pre season, and then psh, you just I just hit the ground running.
1: I mean, well, you excelled at You made the PFA League One Team of the Year two thousand six, two thousand seven. Is it still a special club? yeah them. well it's where it all started for me yeah, yeah that's why I, I, I
0: sort of well it's made, where i made my name but also where I, you know my confidence just took a, a, a huge move in the right direction mm-hmm. from from 16 onwards um gave them an opportunity great club i still go back and see them every now and mm-hmm. again and and the fans have uh yeah always taken to me and, and still do now yeah. so yeah, yeah great club
1: yeah brilliant so look you eye catching displays caught interest from yeah. other clubs what made you go and sign for mick mccarthy's wolves
0: Mick McCarthy. Mm. Really? Yeah. Probably the best manager I've ever played for. Um, A lot of people <clears> say that. Yeah. yeah. In, what, in, what, in what way? Just it, uh, the biggest thing I say is, is his honesty. Like, mm. he, he will tell you whether you've played well, he'll tell you whether you've you not played well. Yeah. And there's no beating around the bush. You won't say, oh, like, Joe, like, um." I'm going to leave you this time, but you're going to play on Saturday. Yeah, yeah That doesn't work. Yeah, like you yeah, yeah. Play, Tuesday game comes, they win, and then come to Saturday, oh, look, they've won, I'm going to have to... like yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. He, None of that. He would yeah. say, right, yo, Friday morning, you know what it's like, find on <laughs> curly finger. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Manager wants to see you, I'd be like, oh, God, to go yeah. up and see him. And he'll go like, Javo, you're not going to play today. Um, this is the reason why, you know, whatever it was. And you could argue it back and he'd go, look, yep, that's fine, but that's the reason why you're not playing. Yeah. Be ready, because I'll need you to come on, you know. <clears throat> and then, and, but you, you'd take mm-hmm. that. And he was on the training pitch every day. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you know, I, I flew out to Portugal to meet him. He was on holiday playing golf. Uh, and I flew out to meet him, sat down. He told me what he was building at Wolves and why he wanted me to be there. And then, you know, I, I came back and I'm pretty much signed straight mm-hmm.
1: away. It was that easy yeah. for me. It a great, I was actually on a golf trip with Nick um, last week. And it's the first time I've actually seen him. Was you, was you at Wolves when I signed? When I was having uh, my business, yeah, a no, I was, a yeah. Oh, story. I was, I yeah. was, so, yeah. This is a great yeah. story. So I was at Villa at the time, and we was looking for a loan move to get out. It was January, so I've got the loan move. Sp- spoke to Mick on the phone. I was like, Mick, listen, I'm going to do it. Let's go. And he said, Right, okay. So we went to watch Wolves Chelsea on the Friday night, and you guys won. You beat Chelsea one nil at Molineux. The guys were in for a warm down Saturday morning. I'm in there as well. Everyone's in there. Ev- all the lads. I knew a lot of lads anyway, yeah. Kevin Dore and the lads I knew yeah. from Reading so I'm in there in the physio room doing my medical and I'm on the machine all of a sudden the agent's just popped his head in the door and he's giving it the old curly thing he need a word so I've gone what's that? he goes Fulham I want to sign mm. you so uh, I go alright out who's you know is, what have you made contact here, Sparky's called Mark Hughes has called he said it's going it's done mm. I was like right I said let's get in the car quickly I said, let's phone him first I need to make sure if I'm driving down the M40 okay, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll give Mick my word so we're in the car Speaking to, to Mark, he's gone, Yeah, listen, get down here. It's all agreed. Do the medical, which is fine. You fit. No problems. All of a sudden, this big shadow has just appeared yeah. next to the window. <laughs> isn't it? I just heard that on the window. And I've undone it about that much. And I've gone, All right. He's just. <laughs> yeah, is there a problem? But, uh, yeah. And I'm going, yeah, there could be Mick. And he's gone, come on in, let's go and sort out like men. Yeah. So we've gone in the, in the thingy and uh, I sat down, I said, that Mick, I said, Fulham have come in, you know, it's home for me. Yeah, said, it's home yeah. for me. And he, he said, look, he said, is it about the, the loan contract? Do you want years or do you want it to be a permanent? I said, Mick, I said, it's just back home. I said, "Yeah." logistically, and he, and he said, he said he fucking get you by your fucking scoffing because I'd throw you out of the office he said go on fuck off like. <laughs> but he said after that he actually calmed down and said if I could go back because all his family yeah, from yeah. London as well from yeah, London yeah, yeah. and uh and I hadn't seen him. we would cross paths ever so yeah, slightly, yeah. but it's the first time I'd seen him last week, and yeah. he was good as gold. Yeah, good, that's right. That's it's either yeah, like yeah, black yes. or white. There's no grey yeah, yeah, with him. Exactly. And that's what you want as a player, I suppose. Long yeah. you want honesty from yeah. whether you're going to get dropped or whether you're playing. You're in good form or bad form.
2: I don't know why. I don't know why it's not like the first thing you speak to any player we've had on here, and and they talk about good managers. And the first, why is he good? Well, he's honest. Yeah, I think why would you bother not being honest with yeah. the players I don't want to blow my own trumpet but I won the uh, I managed the, <laughs> to win the Endeavour Cup with the Colbert Royals Vets my team on Sunday I had a few difficult I just dropped a few lads like a few dangerous lads as well <laughs> <laughs> were these like, the planned conversations on the planned day planned conversations I've done, a cu- I've done a couple the day before but a couple on the day yeah. Le- left the, left a few to the last minute keep them on tender <laughs> you know them, one of them players you can leave but it was just honest yeah just honest. And they respected that? Oh, I think so. Oh, oh, <laughs> <that was laughs> now, yeah. It's, it's Wednesday years. and we won the Cup and we're still my pals.
1: During your time at Wolves, did you, I mean, as you said there, mixed black and white, was there any <clears> sort of bust-up, not between you, but in the, in that squad? Because it was quite a, a vocal squad, if I remember. Was there any bust-ups yeah. with, with Mick along the way? Or Mick along the way, there's
0: always going to be disagreements. You know, there's always going to be like, you know, people are not playing, they're not happy, they want to be playing. But at that point in time... You know I think you just moved from Reading. when we were first like uh, um in a championship that team that when mm. got promotion we we're all very similar ages. you know we had a few older mm. pros like Jody Craddock, who was yeah. brilliant yeah. Um, but we 'd all never played in the Premier League, so it was like that enthusiasm to get yeah. us up there. everyone yeah. was like yeah. together, you know going out at a weekend as a massive group you know it was yeah. ha- have that to get yeah. us through, and that was. That was where everyone sort of stuck together. And that's ultimately, I think, don't go wrong, we, we, we played really well and we had good. But that team togetherness yeah. got us through that year and got us promoted. Then you're yeah. in your Premier League. And then, yeah, you know, everyone wants to play in the Premier League. So you're always going to have disagreements with the manager and that. But the, the, the team as a as a whole was, mm. was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we had to start wearing shin pads in training. Right? But mm-hmm. yeah, that, 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 was it a, that was a... <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a, a great, there's
1: a great chemistry when you get... I've done it twice with Wright and then Reading. Mm-hmm. And when you get promoted... And you and they keep the nucleus of the team. There's a great yeah. chemistry that goes yeah. follows on. I think was that similar
2: yeah. with you, Sids? In the sense, when you got promotion, was it? Because I, f- I think that's the ingredient. You need young, hungry players to yeah, get p- promotion yeah. with a little sprinkling of experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is exactly yeah. exactly we had. I mean,
1: the first year with Reading, uh, we got promoted. We in the in the Premier League, we spent I think a million quid on Hume from, from yeah. got it from Wolves, and we finished seventh in the Prem. Yeah, we finished just outside. Yeah, I remember. Year it was so, unbelievable and it was one of them, it just it just snowballs on doesn't it yeah. so you spent 5 years at wolves you won the promotion do you look back at, at that <coughs> cor- at that period in your career and s- say that was the best it's difficult i think that's
0: what sort of, that's how i sort of got onto the platform that's like wolves everyone remembers me as that that winger that type of player that that i got england called up at, yeah. at wolves that was sort of like the the big bit but you know going to West Ham was we finished tenth in the first season. You know, yeah, it's so incredible after yeah. being promoted um through the playoffs. You know, finishing tenth in the first season is pretty yeah. pretty impressive. So but as far as me, you know, I that last season in, in at Wolves, you know, I, I know everyone uses about stats, but I, I get told this stat and I, I put in the most crosses in Europe and the most successful cross in Europe in that season in, in West, at West Wolves and the first season at West Ham. Wow. So like playing in my, it's impressive, in, though, my in my you know pinnacle i suppose that's where i was you know most effective i suppose i
1: suppose you could do that at Wolves because a lot of viewers and listeners won't know but how big is Molyneux pitch by the way yeah it's massive so did you feel like when you was at home having all the space and time to just run at people yeah
0: like that i mean yeah that was my game i I loved it every time i got the ball now the crowd would be like you know you -hmm. just feel that buzz then you and i just want to take people on and you know that, the, the pitch helps because it was huge Moly. Mullen well, you're right it was, it was huge but that was that was how we used to play like mm. get it wide get across in the box that was the championship we had two wingers me and Kites on either wing and you just get it wide get the balls in the box we had two goal scorers yeah. we had uh, Chris Urellamo and yeah. uh, Silva back Blake in the box and then when we went to the Prem we sort of changed playing with one up top and then we had Kevin Doyle, yeah. we had Stephen Fletcher, you know, mm. it, it was just get it wide, get it in the box and that, that's what I used to do.
2: It's an old-fashioned winger job. We, we, yeah. Obviously, our paths crossed at West Ham and he'd get the crowd off their feet. Yeah. You know, that, them yeah. ones with he's out there, playing off the right on the left. I didn't know you had the most crosses in Europe Oh, that's that's, that's so incredible stat. That, cause, yeah. cause successful that's as well, Successful. Eh? successful yeah, goal. I know it's not yeah. just because everybody just be used to it. say, "Yeah, <laughs> that's what we used to do." Yeah. Just chuck
0: it in a box. But no, yeah. it was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was all no, right.
2: No. That, that's that's that is impressive. But yeah, players, fans love watching players. Yeah, like, take people on and 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 when he gets like Java when he yeah. when he picked up a head of steam and he could go both ways. I know the West Ham fans used to love watching him. I, I, I the, the
1: thing about Java is I remember he was just direct. But mm. you know, as a striker, when they with a winger, you just want someone you know they got that telepathic where they mm. go down to the byline and they know we're going to cross mm. it, and not yeah, get it, it chop it, yeah. chop mm. it. So you mm. can't just stop and start in mm. your runs. Where you was just half a yard cross. Yeah, mm. we had like a thing at West Ham and at,
0: and at Wolves. Like it was one of them that if if you knew that if I was if I was knocking it and running it down the line, you knew that the, the cross was either going to be dinked to the far or yeah. cut back. You know, if you were mm. cutting in on right, it was like get you run across. Go. If everyone missed it, it was going into the far post. Yeah, mm. it was. It wasn't like rocket science. Yep. You know, there was a few crosses that you would do depending yeah. on where I was going. And that, that was it. Like, you know, you imagine like I had... All the strikers like shouting and screaming at me, you know. Andy, yeah, yeah. he would just be like, "Jarvo, hang it up! Like, <laughs> just hang it up!" You know, you try and whip balls in, he'd yeah. be like, "No, just hang." Yeah. He up. wants to see. Yeah. it. Yeah. Then but then you, know, that, you just got to do what you, you get told yeah. to do, and where the mm-hmm. positions. And Sam was a big, big believer in you had yeah. that like pomo. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah, what he used yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah. Like where you used to put the ball, you yeah, know, yeah. and that was either that far stick or cut back or the near post. They were yeah. the three positions that you wanted the ball to yeah, go to. Yeah, I
2: mean, he. he Sam, like as much as we played with Sam, like he, he did, simplify the game for his yeah, players. Yeah. Like he tried to get the, the, the absolute basics. Like really, when I think about him tactically, very, very simple, yeah. very basic, and he yeah. kept it. I remember him telling Javo, I mean, "He should drive me mad when I was so a had it He'd try and control, like get it, get it, cross. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was never good for me. No, I was, like, I was more of an inside player. Yeah, than Jav. But I was like, I used to have to be creative. Like I, just, I didn't like. Right, so either gonna go there, there or there. Yeah. I like to I wouldn't get made up and play what I see. Yeah. But Sam would be like, it'd be on Chavo, like right. And if he didn't cross it when he wanted him, it's that moment he get, <laughs> get, yeah. get it.
0: Yeah. You get a die. So yeah.
1: wolves get relegated. Yep. And then you get the move <clears> to West Ham. Yep. So what? So you obviously joined Coley in the West Ham team. What was your first impressions of of Joe? Well, it uh,
0: you know, was a bit. He, he came a bit later, actually. A bit, yeah. A few oh, years later. Years yeah. later yeah. yeah. But no, I. You know, I I say grew up. No, I played against Joe. I seen all of his. It was it was great to to come back and mm. when he come back and just to, doing to enjoy watching him train. Like his enthusiasm to to play in the training sessions and the games at the end were were a joke. You know, you'd be one of them like like the five O's at the end. You know, just you'd want him in your team because every time you get the ball, you just try and take everyone on, score yeah. goals. He just that that was just. That's sort of my first sort of things of training, of watching yeah. Joe, was it was a joke. He liked his enthusiasm for it.
1: You had some real characters in that West Ham team, didn't you? Yeah. Kevin Nolan, obviously, Nobbs was there, Ginge. Yeah. Did you feel like there was a. They always feel. Whenever you speak to a West Ham player, it always yeah. feels like. They love it. They there's love always the Ham, a togetherness yeah. in that dressing
0: room. That's, that's the biggest thing, I think. Yeah. It's the changing room. Like a yeah. group of lads. I think you. It can't have been long when you came and we, we had a trip to Dubai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the. That, I mean, them trips. Yeah get the team, that's yeah. Bond Sessions. No, there's sessions a story coming there. from
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> But like them, them sort of trips yeah. make it, but that's what it was like on a so day. Just under Sam as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I mean he was he was he must have been pretty loose to go, listen, you've done your training, you've heard a night out.
0: Was I mean, so he had plenty of nights out? And yeah. He he didn't stay at the same hotel as us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no.
1: No.
2: Right. No. I didn't, didn't see him like you
0: in the riffraff, and he's gone, <laughs> he was in the like he yeah. was
2: no, no joke. I don't know no. how he got it through with the board. Like it was no. like because I like I said, I'd had I'd, I'd left West Ham at 21, I'd had ten, I'd had ten years away, and then I'd come back, right? And in them ten years I'd been seven eight years at Chelsea year at Liverpool year at Lille right so all of them all of them clubs were Champions League or Europa League yeah like expected to win things right so then I come back to West Ham and you had to change your mindset because it was like it's a relegation battle we was coming into when I come in at the time and I was thinking right first thing Sam said to me we're going to Dubai in February for warm weather training and I was like oh that's a Oh, so this sports science thing he's talking about this is this is true like he's on it like we're going to get the warm weather training in there's going to be like did not see him for a week he was just toes were dipped in the beach whatever he was doing we did no training no way and then um, i thought oh, this is not good we, we got relegation battle yeah. like like don't like what you said. but then we come back from it and just by giving the lads that week break yeah we had a few nights out there's a tell a lie there was maybe one or two sessions I don't even think Sam was there but it wasn't yeah. one of the sessions was walk along the beach <laughs> in our training kit
1: and you're in a relegation
2: but what I would say is it galvanised yeah you know just like he knew Like, like he was, not a lot of managers would be brave enough to to do that they'd no. be on their Working on shape or fitness, he knew that the, probably the lads needed a bit of a breather. Didn't he? I think it, brought, or, it yeah.
0: brings everyone together, not just like the you know the, the yeah. British lads. It, yeah. He brought the whole squad, yeah. and everyone joined in. You yeah. know, and I mean we he, we did it every year that he was there. Yeah, well, I don't think I'll have to double check it, but I don't think we lost the game when we oh, come back. As oh, in, like that next yeah. game, yeah. it was like you can't lose that yeah. game. Like yeah, you had yes. to get a result. Yeah, otherwise yeah. The following year, you were never going to get that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we didn't, and we. Yeah. That that trip was it did wonders for team spirit and and, and, and
1: that literally them trips are literally as you say minimal training it's more yeah, sort of yeah, change yeah. of scenery boys there was a lot getting, of other clubs out there doing yeah, a lot of yeah, training go and enjoy oh yeah, yeah. so there's other yeah. clubs training other working clubs, yeah, hard but you're yeah.
2: just on the beach <laughs> eighteen to thirty it was ridiculous I was I like so, yeah I was like what's what's what, what am I still oh, am I still a footballer I'm like yeah like, we just it was like I said meet up have a walk on the beach but it worked. And, yes. and Sam's record at keeping teams up, yeah. you know, because you need that to get... In a relegation battle, 80% of the games, we've all played in them, you play, you don't have the ball, do you? So yeah. you need to be constricted, you need to be yeah. dogged, you need to be together, you need to rely on, like, defensively. So that is that actually becomes more important, that togetherness, and also giving the lads a breather. Because yeah. if, if by February you're not match fit, what, what you've know what you been doing all season, you're not going to be fit. So you just give the lads a breather, change the scenery... And it worked, but I still to this day don't know how he gets it through with all of the oh, owners yeah. of the club. Yeah, well, he won't now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> any, any any fun stories from Dubai? Any any players
1: missing the bus? Or no. uh... didn't
0: you have to do like some um, media? Did you have to go on and do a game? We were um, out there. I'm sure you were on the screen. I was I had to go and do some media. Yeah, stuff there was
2: like... a little bit of media, but that was probably a yeah. Like Someone we were all uh, sat in the bar. yeah. Everyone was in the bar, and I was doing something <laughs> for the club, like but no, I like that. We just had some good nights yeah. out. There was, there was, there was sure. boats involved and...
0: I'm sure, wasn't it, the oh, last... Boat parties. The, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there, there, there was the one, one thing that was the... I'm sure, I don't know if it was the same trip, but it was the last day. We were all dressed to go down for training. I think it was like half three. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And um, so we all had to meet in reception ready to yeah. go. And then Sam brought us all into like the, you know, the foyer bit, a bit to the side. Yeah. And he got us all together and go, right, lads, what we're going to do is we're going to all... We're going to go back upstairs. Yeah. We're all going to get changed. Yeah. We're all going to put the kit, you know, in Pete's room yeah. uh, and Jamie's room and then we're going to meet downstairs at four o'clock in the bar and we're just going to have a drink and pizza and we're all going to stay there together because we we're, yeah. were leaving the next morning at yeah, like yeah, yeah. seven in the morning yeah. and that yeah. was it. Yeah. Like Everyone was buzzing, you know, straight upstairs, <laughs> kit, laundry room, that was it, downstairs and everyone stayed, pizza, beer all yeah. night, like getting yeah. on a bus the next day was like but everyone's in the same boat but everyone well. was buzzing and yeah. it was just that turnaround from like we're all going training we're going home the next mm. day to then that was it that, it was we, great that
1: was carnage that night we had one just quickly with uh, Stoke we, everyone goes to Dubai for warm weather do not they because when I was at Stoke um, Hoofy was in a bad way Robert Hoof and uh, the next day's training only kind of like five sides, but it was the older ones could pick the teams mm. so like four or five captains mm. so Hoofy just picked all the youngsters basically yeah yeah so obviously he's, he's still probably half pissed. Yeah. And uh he's got all the young ones running around just ratting and Sparky, no one obviously knew we had been out, like in terms of staff. So Sparky came around, Mark Hughes, and he was like to, we was on the sideline, <laughs> he's gone to us. He's experienced, isn't he? He's clever. <laughs> he knows what he's doing in terms of like picking his own team for them to yeah. just go and do all the uh, all the running around. That's clever so. though. That. Yeah, it happens all the time. But listen, as you say, it works. It works because you come back and you feel refreshed yeah. and then you uh and you go again so that year you didn't get relegated either did you? no no no, no. He died. I think it's, that was the same year that I was at Fulham and we got relegated because yeah, I remember yeah. playing against you at, at Craven Cottage yes you uh, there. yeah I remember
2: uh, yeah, and Nobby got sent off in that game uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I remember I mean listen
1: they for... weren't after Dubai though so. no no no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> have no have definitely not
2: relegation like I said I'm lucky I had a broad spectrum in my career like you get to see the top end and you'll see the relegation battles playing in a relegation battle is so much more pressure yeah than playing at the top end of the table yeah. in my opinion I'm yeah. like because I know when I'm playing for Chelsea or Lille or Liverpool and we're going for to win things you're going to have the ball if you've got the ball you're in control when you was playing for West Ham I found it so difficult because Sam would almost concede possession to the yeah. other team and it would be like we'd only want to make four, three or four passes get it to Jarvo, get the cross in and I'd be like yeah. Let's, let's, let's enjoy the ball yeah, a little yeah. bit but it's, uh, I, found it, I found
1: it tough but before we move on with West Ham you went there for a, a big sum of money did you feel pressure yeah. when you went there for yeah
0: that? I think you know whenever you go anywhere and you're club record signing it's, it's difficult um, you, the expectation level grows but luckily for me Andy come and signed mm. the following year and it was out of my hands, yeah, yeah. so he took the mantle. But um, yeah, there's always pressure. Andy there's, Carroll. There's, yeah, mm. yeah. There's, there's always pressure and the, the, the West Ham fans are so passionate and, you know, although I had a good season and we finished 10th, you know, there's still, you know, you, you, you're always, you want to be the, the best player on the pitch every week when you're, mm. you, know, you you know, yeah, everyone says your yeah, club record sign, that, that does bring a lot of pressure, but... As I said, it was only for the season.
2: Trust me, I've seen a lot of players come in for big money at West Ham and really struggle because the fans are demanding. Yeah. West Ham fans are demanding, especially at Upton Park where it was so tight. You know, an honest bunch and they're great fans, but they were demanding. So Jarvo done done well to hold that mantle. I mean, like, but mm. when Andy came in, Andy was like, come straight from Liverpool, Andy, and he was huge. And you can't miss him, can you, with the hair yeah. and the size? And he took a lot of the pressure off the team. Yeah. And yeah. he was the focal point for everything Sam wanted no big number yeah. nine, bang, but yeah, but Jarvo done, Java yeah. done great. When, when when Andy Carroll signed, did you think this is perfect for me? Like,
1: well, is it fun- like, for in your game in terms of crosses?
0: Yeah. Well, funny enough, when when I signed, um I, I saw Sam, you know, not long after I'd signed, and um you know, just at training, I come straight to the mm-hmm. training round and he was like, oh, I've, you know, I've got someone for you, and I was oh. like, oh, and Andy, he said, I'm I'm getting Andy on loan. This was on loan stuff, yeah. like, mm. and he was like you'd put the most crosses in, your, he'd done the most headers yeah. from crosses yeah. in like, I think it was in the league or in, in Europe and yeah. I was like, this is just the perfect combination yeah. and we didn't get to play that often, no. unfortunately, but mm. whenever we did, like I said, he was just like, you just, you just had to put it in an area for him because mm. he was
2: like a battering ram and just
0: come and just take everyone out
2: of the way. He, was, he, he yeah. had a lot more, I know he's still playing the big man and that, but he's a lot more quality than people yeah. give him credit, do you Definitely. know what I mean? He's he, With the ball, you know what I mean? He's a good finisher, Yeah, you know, and I always felt with him. I mean, he's he's my my pal. I speak to him, but I felt with him like you'd want to slow. You'd want to slow his whole game down. He's one of them players I'd like to have coached because he's so committed. You see him in training, he'd fly into, and or in the game, he'd jump for balls that he no right to win, and he'd get injured. When if he would have been able, I think as a younger man, to really slow down his game, understand how to use his body rather than just as a battering ram, he'd he'd have played. Hundreds more games, scored more goals because his technique was good. Mm. You know he was he was, a, he was a good player, and I know he's still going. And I want him to to get back up. He's one of them players. I think I wish I could have got to him and just said, "Listen, why don't you try this? Why don't you do this session? Why don't, instead of instead of instead of for the first three times, peeling onto the fullback and edding the back of the center center ass head and falling over and landing on your back. Why don't you just give him a little nudge? Yeah. Bang, receive a few defeat, stay within the sticks." You know, I think, there was, there was, I think the big man, when, he's, when his career finishes, I think it, it'll be, obviously, it'll be frustrated because of the amount of injuries he's had. But he, he was a real talented footballer. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
1: Um, right, let's go to uh, what really happened. We want to go back to a moment in your career. and We yeah. want to find out more about it. We want to go back to 2011. You brought it up earlier, on, and it was when you got called up for England. So tell us, you were playing at Wolves at the time. Just tell us, how did you find out about the news? Um, well... Um, we played
0: Villa the day before uh, sorry on the Saturday early kickoff, uh, and we away and we won 1-0 I scored and I went home because it was the early kickoff. so I went back down south after the game I'd come back up the Sunday evening just got through the, the door uh, and I got a text message and it was like from the FA, you know, mm. you've been selected for England, and you're you, you always like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Someone having like someone winding me up here, I know it's happened before, yeah. you know. So, I'll, about a minute later, I then get a call, and it was from someone at the FA saying, Yeah, like you have been called it, up. Who like, was it, I, 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 honestly, after Tom had now, I was so like in shock and got yeah. a clue who it was.
2: Can I just say, like, Capello was in charge, yeah, like, yes. and you know, he, we know that I've you know, not big a big admirer of what he's done with England but if you're getting called up for England right yeah I know you want the manager right you've got, uh, uh, one of the only jobs you've got to do is call, uh, a fresh player come to the squad you yeah. want the manager calling you yeah. saying listen listen Matt blah 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 you know you've done a great season I'm really looking forward to working with you I've watched you, you know straight away straight away you get a secretary ringing you, telling mm. you, it's, it's nonsense. Like, yeah. anyway, that's my rank.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's I'm Um But yeah, so it was just like, you know, you've been called up. They're going to, you know, it's going to be on Sky Sports News in mm. half an hour, 40 minutes, whatever you want to tell anyone, um, you know, bring passport, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I was like, just, absolutely like it was amazing you know my wife was there next to me mm. just like just in the, in the kitchen just buzzing and then like calling my family calling my brother she was calling her family and I just couldn't get hold of my mum and dad you know like mm. calling the mobile calling my you know both mobiles yeah. both the landline nothing and I spoke to my brother, I was like, where, like, where are they? Yeah. And he was like, oh, you have to just try, because where they were, used to, you used to walk up to like a, a, an Indian at the end of yeah. their road. And I was like, right, I'll, I'll chance it. So I called yeah. the restaurant. I was like, have no my mum and dad there? And they was like, yeah, yeah. I said, could you put them on the phone? Like, <laughs> so I, I told, told them, yeah, they were, they were having a curry. Oh, I bet you were a big, uh, large cobra. Yeah. Yeah. No, just just going
1: back onto Joe about um, Fabio Capello, there obviously wasn't that intimate phone call that to say well done no. when you when you first got to the training ground. Yep, or the base. What was his first? Or- so he didn't.
0: He, he, when I first walked into the door, like he was there and he'd come up and go. He just shook my hand and he goes, oh, you know, um, are you pleased to be here?" It was like his first sort of thing, and I was like, "I was like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm delighted." Mm. And he said, "He said you you were you were in you were close, but that goal against Villa got you in got you in the England." Mm. And I was like. Okay. like Brilliant, so yeah. thank you.
1: Yeah. A
2: little bit yeah. of sugar Yeah, and a little bit of salt. Like yeah. Say, I just think like that should be the, the absolute minimum. Like, if I'm, I meet, first of all, new players coming in, your England manager, as soon as they arrive, yeah, you should the be the first port to call, yeah. right? Yeah. And it shouldn't be, yeah, that goal got you in, you was like close, <laughs> and it should be yeah. like, right, come in. This is what it means, come in, to, come in here, this is my coaching staff, meeting everyone, yeah. bang, bang, bang. And this is what it means to play for England. Yeah. Maybe a little presentation, like anything you need, you want. Because when you go into somewhere new, like Jarvo's walking in there, he don't know where he goes to get his kit. Who he goes if he needs to sort his tickets yeah. out, blah blah blah. So, like, and this is why Gareth, I think, has done not just this reason because he's engaged with being an England manager. He knows what it means. He knows emotionally. Jarvo, would you'd have been nervous walking in there? Yeah. Of course. Like, are like we first all, first we first all, all going to say. Did,
1: when, when you got through the door, did anyone, did anyone sort of take to you to say right? The arm and shoulder. Well, this is what you got to do. To be fair, or...
0: I was I was luckily I, the the kit man was a Wolves fan, oh, so right. like that was that was yeah. like a yeah, music to my ears. So yeah. the kit man's, yeah, it's the hub of everywhere. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So that that was a good that was a good starting point. But the the lads were they brilliant. I'd, I don't I didn't know any of the lads no. like mm. you know as, as as mates I suppose. But I played against all of them like loads, mm. so it was it was good. They all you know got me involved straight away. So mm. that yeah. was good. There was a table tennis table yeah. there, so that was good.
1: Are you table tennis. Family,
0: yeah. So, I'm, I'm okay, but it's not me. It's, uh, it's, it's in the genes. Yeah, my oh, mum right, and dad. Yeah. Oh, the, pa- yeah. the parents, or both, black? both of them were England number one.
1: Shut yeah. up. Yeah, really. Yeah, absolutely. You played it <laughs> yeah. <after the> down.
2: England- <laughs>
1: No, no, no. Well, my mum won oh. the European mix, stuff. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, so i so, just give out. As your pin boys out, I'm uh, subtle to so, a
2: yeah, game or you're two. You're a Europe
0: player, don't yeah, right. <laughs> Well, like, I was, like, obviously I played, but I hadn't played for ages So, like, the first few games I lost, you know. Double-handed and,
2: Forest yeah, forest,
0: yeah, forest No, I lost, like, the first few games. And then after I'd, I'd played a couple of games, yeah. then I warmed up and then I. Then I Beat everyone, and then they found out the next day, and then I got battered. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I broke your eyes. <laughs> yeah, it was
2: good. See, you're yeah. too nice, Java. If I had that hidden talent, I'd be taking. You're yeah, yeah. i will like, yeah. be, be like, yeah, I'd be yeah. hustling a few. Look, you said you was
1: nervous going for the yeah. squad. There was more on it because you was the first Wolves player since Steve Ball as well. Yeah. So, like, again, you spoke about pressure there. But did that add? Did that add a, a, another? dimension to it at all or is it just a, a case of, listen, it's England, it's huge pressure anyway?
0: Yeah, I, I, I didn't feel any pressure on regards to like anything else other than me playing for England. Yeah. I, you know, it was, you know, it's a dream come true. I, mm. I, you, you, that's what you dream about as a kid to, yeah. to go and play for your country and and to get that opportunity I remember just standing, you know, because the, the first game was against Wales uh, and I wasn't involved in that and we played Ghana at Wembley and um, I remember you know I was, I was on the bench and I just remember after the second half, like, once the second half started, I was up. Like, you know, I was like, yeah. if I was on the bet, I was up. I was running up and down the yeah. touchline and just constantly just looking back. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on. And then you get that, that wave. And then I just sprinted back. And then, yeah. you know, you're getting changed. You're trying to show your tactics. You're trying yeah. to concentrate. Yeah. All you're thinking is, just get me on that pitch. Yeah. And that, that's Brilliant. just, there's just nothing better than that.
2: People don't appreciate, you know, like, because they see you as a footballer, and that moment there, you—that's from when you're yeah. seven, eight, nine years of old. You've been yeah. dreaming about that yeah. moment, right? Regardless, you've got to go on and do a job. You've got to play, and you've got to be focused. But some it—you you wouldn't be human unless there's a little bit of part of you that yeah. goes, mm. "Wow, this is England, this yeah. is Wembley." I, I
0: remember literally walking on the pitch, going. That's it. I've done it. I've played yeah. for my, No one can take this away yeah. from yeah. me. No, I've yeah. played for my country. But then, yeah. like, I know it's like cliche, but then you're, on, you're in the game. You're just yeah. back to yeah. playing yeah. football and you're, yeah. you're trying like, to try get a touch as quickly as you possibly yeah. can. And I like, had a good touch pass about. And then you get yeah. involved in a game and then, you know, you, you, you obviously you realise you're still playing for England. Mm. You're on the pitch. Yeah. You're just playing football mm. and you're doing what you've done every single day. Amazing. So, but yeah. still amazing. Look, you, you,
1: you, only got, you, you only got one cap. Is that right? Yeah, One cap, obviously, more than many others, including myself. But why Why do you think that was? Why do you think you never... Unfortunately, them? there was just so many
0: talented wide players at the right. time. You look at that squad, you know, Ush at the time them. you had Aaron Lennon, Theo Wilcott, Stuart Downing, Ashley Young. Ashley Young. You know, there was so many <coughs> that were playing in that position and and I think I was close. I was in the preliminary squads for the, the other games after that. But unfortunately, yeah, didn't... Because um, mm-hmm. I was still playing week in, week out in the Premier League and still yeah. doing well, but the competition for places
1: is, is too good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tough. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, you've done it paid for your country. That's, you say you no one can take that away from you. Um, towards the end of your career, you have a short spell at Norwich, which goes permanently in 2015. It was a bit of a injury hit. Did, was that when the injuries really started to occur more? Yeah. Unfortunately,
0: like I, I went, I went to Norwich on loan, um, had an unbelievable start there scored on my debut we won 3-1 um, had a scored in my second game in the cup Yeah. Just played about I don't know eight or nine games played really well the team was flying and then I decided to to go into a tackle that I'd never normally go into any yeah. tackles you know me yeah. uh, and I blocked tackled Yaya Torre and <laughs> yeah that ain't me. a good idea geese yeah <laughs> well, funnily enough it, the ball bounced and I went into tackle with Sanya so I, I was uh, yeah but uh, so I'd done my knee and then I sort of I'd done my uh, my medial and it was like the deep fibre. And Mm. they were like, oh, you know, scan shows this. should be out for like nine, ten weeks. So Mm. I was out for nine, ten weeks, got back playing. And my knee was never the same. Mm. Uh, It was so sore. And uh, I then, in the end, in the pre-season, was like, I just can't do it anymore. So I had the operation. And then they saw that my medial wasn't really attached properly. So I had to have the surgery. Got back. First training session I got back, I I smashed my ankle in training. Uh, Mm. But because I was... Desperate to get back, I carried on mm. scans, jabs, had all sorts of jabs. Um in the end again struggled through and then had operation and found out that my basically my cartilage on the scan was mm. like that. But as soon as you touched it, when I went in and touched it, it all fell off. So I had like two centimetres by two centimetres, two centimetres where yeah. there was like no cartilage on. So I yeah. had to have a microfracture my ankle. <clears throat> which I was, you know, going under the knife. I was supposed to be out for about three or four weeks. It was about nine and a half months, yeah. um, and then getting, you know, basically like through that, I picked up and yeah. I picked up IT band friction syndrome. Yeah. So your mechanics move, you change, you yeah. you start walking differently, you run differently. I picked up so many little muscle injuries. You know, just getting mm. back to that last little bit. Um,
1: but yeah. it was very difficult. Was um, say, but, during that time, what impacted that effort like mentally? Because it's, it's, yeah. it's, we've all been players. It's hard being out for however long. But that, that stopped. That was uh, hard routine. Yeah, I think for me,
0: that the, the biggest thing was like it was the pain. Like I was in pain every day. Like the walking, like walking down the road, like I couldn't do it. It was sore. But I was like, so my my wife and I we just had our first son, like our, our mm-hmm. son, um, and. Um, so we made a sort of a, a decision as as as, a, as parents that it would be better to for me to concentrate on rehab and be there so she, my wife moved back down south to yeah. have a bit of help mm-hmm. with little one and so i, I was giving everything to to get myself fit and that that was like hard to miss out on a lot of him like she come up and back but yeah. i missed out on a lot of that well, lot of, but i was concentrating well. yeah and then you're sat you go into training as much as like you know, the lads go out and train and then they yeah. come back in, they're in for a bit and then they go, yeah. like, when you're injured, you're in before, you are you know, the, the the gym, where's the gym? It looks yeah. out over the pitch. Yeah. You know, you're watching mm. everyone train. You're then, like, coming, you're, mm. you're there in the afternoons doing the gym sessions, you're on the bikes. Mm. You know, I was fortunate that, well, not for them, but they were on, I had two other players or one in particular that had, um, He's Louis Thompson, he snapped his Achilles twice. You know, he's had his operation twice. So he was with me the whole time yeah. I was injured so one day he was like having a bad day I would try and pick him up when I was having a bad yeah. day he'd pick me up but they're tough days
1: they are tough days and would you would you say whether you knew it then at the time or looking back now did you go through a, a phase of depression um, I
0: think depression is a hard but I definitely dark days tough yeah. times mm-hmm. yeah um, Yeah. You know, as I mentioned about the pain it's I used to uh, some days like, you know, i go back on my own Sit on the you know, sit on the sofa, have a little cry to myself, just because mm. it's hard. Yeah, you know, you're getting battered from press, you're getting battered from fans because you're you're not playing, you're injured again, you're doing this, but they they don't see the other side of the game. That you know, regardless of you know, like family and son and everything else that yeah. goes on. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm in training every single day. Like six out of seven days, I was in doing everything, grafting, doing everything I possibly could and still couldn't
1: sort of get over the line. Mm -hmm. And that's that's hard to to take. Yeah, it is tough. Yeah, it is tough. You you speak really well and even when you're playing, you know, the, the taboo subjects in football about depression and, you know, gay players about coming out and openly being in the professional ranks. Do you think, do you both think football is
2: still stuck in its ways, or do you think it's slowly moving oh, God, in the right direction? I, just listening to, to Jarv talk about the injuries and that, I can relate to him. I had long-term injuries, you know, and yeah. I was never the same part And And you do, you do have dark days, because at the end of the day, footballers were in a privileged position. Yeah. And I, I, for one, really appreciated everything I got out of the game. But to not be able to do it since, it, it, it hurts exactly. you. And it, and it burns you. you, know, when you yeah. Jarv was one of the hardest-working footballers mm-hmm. and the most professional if he couldn't get back fit and doing everything I have no doubt in my mind he would have been doing everything he, could. he, yeah. he was in West Ham he was in the gym all the time yeah. professional lived right and it's just horrible mate isn't it when you can't it was, and yeah. and, and, it's, and people don't see people don't see that and it is obviously bigger things in the world but like I said because of people talking like Jarve, like other players I think people are appreciating a little bit more and there's a little bit more support for, for, for an all size of aspects whether it's young players coming out the game being told they're not yeah. wanted whether it's Players with long-term injuries and having you know mental problems, whether, you know, like you said, all sorts of things is a bit more understanding. So I think we're all moving in the right direction. Yeah. Good.
1: Well, look, you've played off. You play in the Premier League. You know, it's the, for me the best league in the world. So, um, right, talking of Premier League. Let, let's talk Man City Liverpool. They're basically going yeah, neck and neck, aren't they? Yeah. What? Where's they gonna go? where's the, where is it going to go? Are they going to go to the wire? Is someone going to slip up? Is their points going to be dropped? My feeling is it will go
2: to the wire. I think I think they can still both slip up because of the quality of the Premier League. Yeah. Um, watching Manchester City last night and the way that they played, I was just like, "It's just absolute elite football yeah. at the best." Yeah, like, it's, it's unbelievable. Like,
1: like a, a FIFA, like a, play,
2: yeah. it's like yeah. a game, isn't it? It's, it's, it's the best game of football on, football on the I've seen in a long, long yeah, time. It's enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Real Madrid played their part as yeah. well. You know, I didn't. I personally didn't believe that that team had that performance in them. Real Madrid dogged quality. You know, you've obviously got Benzema, but um, in terms of the the league, Sid's Man City, Liverpool, uh, I'm quite happy to say that they're they're the the two of the best teams we've seen. Would have beaten our Chelsea team, would have beaten the great Man United teams. I think they're just, both of them are absolutely outstanding.
1: Are you, are you sticking your neck on the line for if you've got to say one's got to
0: win it i I, I genuinely think that it'll be man City because I think both teams will win every game yeah. Yeah. I can't see them really? I, I I can't see them unless there's that massive hangover from any other mm. champions league game i can't I can't see them dropping points yeah. so I think in a minute it'll be man
2: City. Do you think what my view says do you think Pep was so furious last night that they didn't get their job done and yeah. dusted it because he thought the league. He could, have, he could have maybe moved, changed three rounds at a burnout and I was going
1: to say that. I mean, it could. you're saying it's going to go down to the wire. It could be yeah. a case if they're both going to progress. Yeah. And is that going to play? Listen, yeah. we all know the Holy Grail for Man City is the Champions League. He's going to want to yeah, win the league yeah, as yeah. well. Just quickly on, on Liverpool, I had this debate the other day. If Liverpool was to win the quadruple, mm-hmm, if there was, yeah. Yeah. would they go down as the greatest Premier League team in yes. history? Yeah. Yes, yeah. You have to, I Yeah. Think. Better than the better than the Man United '99, better than the Invincibles, better than
2: the Chelsea's. 04 yeah, 5. yeah. I, 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 I'm happy to I'm happy to say that because listen, what, we, we we judge teams, we judge teams on football. At the end of the day, it's, it's very subjective. Somebody likes Messi, somebody likes Ronaldo, but realistically, it's about winning trophies and scoring more goals than your opponents. So if you win all competitions you go in and yeah. nobody else has done that, you've got a massive argument to say that you're you're the greatest team, mm. Premier League team of all time. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got no problem with that at
1: all. For someone that is struggling, Man United, they're uh, they're obviously in a, mm. in a bit of a bad way. They face Chelsea at Old Trafford. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that one? Unfortunately for Man United, I can't see anything other than a Chelsea win. Mm, they're, yeah. just,
0: they're just in such disarray at the moment. It's it's horrible to look actually mm. you know, obviously growing up from Surrey mm. I was a United fan <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, to see it sort of like this at the moment it's, it's yeah. hard to watch but um, yeah they I just I, I actually did, I was at the Chelsea game at West Ham um, and West Ham pl- defended so well yeah. and had really good breakaways but They've just got quality all over the yeah. pitch, Chelsea, and they have got the subs make the difference. Lukaku mm. come on, you, uh, Pulisic come on, yeah. and scored. You know they've they've got a great squad yeah. of players that I just think they'll be too strong for United.
2: Yeah, I think Chelsea beat them. Since watching, I'm not obviously not a Man United fan, but um, it is it is sad to see because it's just like it's like mm. you can see panic, can't you? Yeah. Whether it's from Ra- Ralph Rangnick, he just he, you know the bench, the way that that's set up. You, you know, like the players panicked. I don't feel like there's a good leadership within that group. Obviously, yeah. Ronaldo's a leader. Yeah. Obviously, Harry Maguire's a leader. Yeah. But for yeah. whatever, no one's got that situation yeah. at the club and can drag them out mm. and you know get them all together. And it comes. It's even above Ralph Rangnick for me. Mm. Um You know, Ed Woodward's left now, and 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 they got murder in. But the whole club just looks completely in yeah. disarray. Yeah. And I'm, you know, time will tell, but. I'm not sure just changing another coach yeah. is, it will help to a certain degree, but the problems are so much mm. ingrained in there the last 10 years. And um, it's a cautionary tale, I think, for when Alex Ferguson left 12 years ago of how not to run a football club, how there was like no, no preparation. No, I don't think anybody in that football club had an idea of Alex Ferguson's reach and influence so that, you know, you can never replace him but when he, there should have been, there should have been a period of time before he left, mm. and I'll be I'll be surprised if this happened where a group of people, directors, maybe a technical director, spoke to Alex Ferguson, shadowed him every day, like, because he would have been, he, he would yeah. have been on top of things that people don't even realise he was on top of, yeah. that all of a sudden that erodes away over the years, goes by, that erodes away, the whole thing crumbles, and you end up where they are now, where they, they've, massively the financial model I don't think sustainable the place is in disarray mm. and nobody at the club can really plant their feet and go right I can see I can see where we're going now yeah. I can see it and um, yeah, it's, 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 it's tough Manchester United
1: well one club that has turned it around Newcastle they host Liverpool <laughs> in the early kick-off Saturday we've backed Liverpool yeah. over Eddie Howard yeah. the job that he's done up to yeah. ninth in the Premier League can you see an upset can you see Newcastle pulling one off over Liverpool
2: I wouldn't put my money on it. Mm. I wouldn't back it. But out of all of the teams there, you know, an Eddie Howe's team's going to be organised. Yeah. The shackles will be off as well. Mm. Liverpool outstanding, but we'll just go back to this. I know we've been a big fan of Eddie, haven't we? I and mean, when he come in, there was a lot of questions. It seems like forever ago people were even considering them for relegation. Do you know what I mean? But we, we I think that was the, the best appointment. Yeah. That they could have made and, and, and also Dan Ashworth I, I don't know what his situation is, but if he's up there that's another smart rec- appointment by Newcastle yeah. t- a, a little like a club it must be it's so exciting for Newcastle fans the next 10 years they're going to go on a, a, a hmm. glorious yeah. ride together
1: yeah no totally agree uh, let's give you some coral odds if you think Chelsea will beat uh, United 1-0 and Lukaku will be yeah. the uh, goal scorer coral will give you odds of 25-1 to Um just down below, Newcastle to pull off a 2-0 uh, home victory. That's an incredible 50-1. to Yeah. Um, which is where it is. Um, yeah. Yeah, so there's your, there's your Coral odds. Uh, right, the Super Series. We love a Super How Series. How are we doing? It's 13-13. Close, it's getting close. close. West Ham versus Arsenal is to pick-up right. a Super Series. Uh, big game for both <clears> clubs. Yeah. I'm going to ask you both four questions. So when you go first, Josh. Okay, go I need to win this. So it's West Ham versus Arsenal. Well, this is after it's, the Europa League, though, isn't it? It's at yeah.
2: West Ham, mm-hmm. okay. But he don't want to knock back yeah. against West
1: Ham. No, he <laughs> don't. It's uh, West Ham v. Arsenal, right? Here we go. Who will win the match? It's close. Oh, I, I
0: know it's close. Um I think it's just because it's the Euro- Europa League, if if all goes well for mm. West Ham Europa League, there's that hangover from that. But Arsenal I'd,
2: I'm gonna go a draw. I want West Ham to win, but I'm I'm gonna go Arsenal. And for the same reason Jarvo said Yep. I think the club is so focused on Europa League yeah, now. They yep. have to be. Yeah. Who will score the first goal? Martinelli. Martinelli.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I go. Zach is s- injured, right? S- mm. he, he come off.
1: Yeah. Touching, touching. Touch
2: shouldn't
1: go. have said that. <laughs> <Just laughs> I like was like,
0: <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, I, I chuck it out there, and I'll, I will say, oh, Ben well. Rama.
1: Ben Rama. Right. Okay. Quick fire these ones. How many corners will there be? Joe Cole special. Eight. Eight corners. Ten. Ten corners. Woof. Uh, how many players will be carded? How many cards in the game? I've got four. Four. Five. I think it would be fire. quite naughty. Yeah, oh, little thanks, London for, derby. thanks for that quick fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People at home, remember, as ever, you can play along. Just head over to coral.co.uk, answer the questions correctly to win cash prizes, but please gamble responsibly. Um, the All To Play For live event for our final show of the series. We're going to be doing a live recording in a pub. It's not going to be in the morning. It's going to be in the evening, so we can have a tipple okay. as well if you want. And it's going to be done in front of a live audience, and we want you to be a part of it. Uh, The evening will be Tuesday the 24th of May. A link in the description will be given for more details how to get involved. We've got some top-class guests. Don't give any away, Joe. Uh, We've got some great surprises. And again, look, we want you to get involved. So we'll be putting up on our socials as well, the location. It's going to be in a nice, friendly pub, great atmosphere, uh, and it's going to be a great show. 24th of May, get yourself booked in. Uh, That's all we've got time for. Jarvo, listen, thanks ever so much for coming on. It's been uh, it's Thank been an absolute pleasure. Just quickly before we go, what are you what's the plans? What are you up to? If you do know doing the, the media work.
0: Yeah, just uh, continuing to do uh media, enjoying that side of things. Um so coming on with you boys. Yeah,
1: yeah brilliantly, I'll be seeing you uh, I'll be seeing you next Mate. week. Right, you have been listening to the award nominating podcast, All to Play For, uh brought to you by Joe and Coral. Next week we're gonna be saying the Oscar nominated. <laughs> See you next week. You've been listening to All To Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral.